Hello Manchester United fans, welcome back to the extra episode of the Manchester is Red podcast. This is going out on the Saturday night after Manchester United have just won 1-0 away at Bournemouth, down on that south coast. Today we're going to listen to Eric Ten Hag's press conference and then Tyrone Marshall, our Manchester United writer, who was at the game, has given us a little review, left us a little video review that you can check out now on our YouTube if you want to see it, see it as well as hear it. But we're going to listen to that later on in this podcast and give us a little bit of reaction from me, myself, Sam Hutchison. And without further ado, here is Eric Ten Hag and his press conference following that 1-0 win, which pretty much puts Manchester United on the very edge of Champions League qualification for next season, which was coming into the season was the aim for Eric Ten Hag. And without further ado, here is Eric Ten Hag. Not with the performance. With the performance, were you satisfied with the performance as well? Oh, very happy. I think first 25 minutes was a very good performance from our team. Maybe one of the in the highest levels from this season. Uh, it's, it's the way we want to play football. Uh, pin the opponent back, good on the ball, a lot of movements, um, uh, good counter press, good press uh, against a good team, Bournemouth. Uh, they can really play. Very good, very good structures. I like them, the way of play. Uh, and uh, you can see they already saved two games before the end. Uh, but they didn't have any chance to, to play out uh, because we dominated them in totally. Uh, also, we created chances and we scored a brilliant goal. How pleased are you with the defending last two clean sheets? That, that seems to have underpinned two very important back-to-back wins. Uh, from two clean sheets? Yes, and getting the wins, how, how important is Oh, yeah, clean sheet is always very important to be successful in the season and I think uh, it's telling something about uh, our, our structure, our plan and it's telling also something about the dedications from, from the team, the belief they have in this plan and how they execute it um, and of course we have some individual great, great players uh, in the pressing, in the defending and in the end we have also a very good goalkeeper uh, who save you one-on-ones and shots. No, <laughs> no, but where we where we emphasize a lot and where we train on a lot, it's about the movements when we are in the final third, and the movements, of course, who has to come from uh, the first at uh, the front line, um, second line just behind, but also from the third line uh, with fullbacks and with, uh, with with Casimiro coming from there, and the movement is great, the touch from Christian Eriksen I think is great, and the finish is brilliant. Uh, I think he, he he keeps surprising us, uh, Casemiro. Um, uh, he's such a brilliant football player, and mm, we know him as uh, very good uh, in organization, positioning, anticipating, uh, intercepting a lot of balls, winning duels, uh, fighter, keep the team together. But also uh, in possession, his passing, his distribution, um, but also finishing, uh, just a great football player. Yeah, <laughs> very good as well, <laughs> because yeah, if you're talking about clean sheets, and yeah, it's across the whole team. Yeah, but yeah, keeper, but centre halves <laughs> are very important in that fact. And uh, 
I think they played a really focused game, really well defended. But I think already over many games uh, in April and May is Victor, and then together with Rafael, uh, is doing yeah great um, positioning, coaching, um, uh, dueling, uh, very good. No, but it's it's not important, eh? and I'm telling you for already for weeks. It's not about our opponents. Uh, we are um, we are in the lead. Eh? It's only up to us. Eh? We have everything in our hands. We don't have to look behind. Eh? We have to make our performance. And eh? when we do it, eh? we don't have nothing to do with any other team. Eh? We, are, we have to do with. Opponent on the day. Uh, last question. Eric, you spoke about how good a player Casemiro is all round. The performances like today, you know, like you said, he was fantastic on the ball and organisationally and with the goal. Has he exceeded your expectations in terms of what you thought this season? Oh, absolutely. Huh? That um, by far. Um, so I think one of the things came out of our analyse uh, we miss a player um, in the midfield. Uh, strategist and you know, we searched for the strategist. It was not an easy. It was not easy because there are not many in the profile uh, who fits to the to the standards of Manchester United. Huh? And so we are happy and we found him. And uh, his co his contribution is massive. And then think even we miss him over, I think over eight or nine games by suspension. Uh, he was in the start of the season. He was not even there. So many games he was not even there. But I think uh, when we play this midfield, I think that's good in balance, and uh, we have a lot. We had a lot of wins with this midfield. So Manchester United fans, that was Eric Ten Hag there, and his press conference. It was really a focus on how well Casemiro played and how crucial he is to Manchester United this season. Eric Ten Hag was full of praise for him pretty much the entire press conference. Most of the questions were related to Casemiro. But he started the press conference off by saying, you know, that's a well-fought win for Manchester United. And it is. It was. He got it right tactically. He got it right with all of the players. He got it right with his team selection. The defence was good. David De Gea was good, the midfield was pretty good, the attack wasn't great, but that's really been his issue, and this season the big improvement has been in the defence, so hopefully if he can see the same improvement to the attack for next season, hopefully Manchester United will be further up the table, even further than they are this season, we'll see an even better Manchester United side. That's if everything goes perfectly, of course, but there's no reason why it can't after this season. He did say it was a well-fought win, and I've got to say, it was a very, very good performance by Manchester United. Obviously, if you're in the UK, you won't have been able to watch it on the television, as it was a 3pm kickoff. But, the gist of it is, Manchester United were the better side most of the game. It wasn't a fascinating game, but tactically, it was perfect from Eric Ten Hag. It was just what was needed, and, I mean, if results had have gone... Manchester United's way, Champions League qualification had already been wrapped up, 
Now they need a point from two home games against Chelsea and against Fulham. So it should be pretty much Manchester United are in the Champions League for next season. That's probably what this podcast is entitled and that's probably deserved. Manchester United have been arguably the third, probably the fourth best, definitely the fourth best side in the league this season and I don't think there can be any complaints about Manchester United making Champions League. They haven't really got especially lucky. They haven't really got any luck from referees or results going their way elsewhere. So this is really Manchester United's well-fought fourth place, at the very least, maybe third place, going into this final game of the season, final week of the season, final two games for Manchester United. So, as for Eric Ten Hag, anyway, going off on a tangent, stop going off on a tangent, as for Eric Ten Hag, Casemiro was excellent today, it was such a great goal, if you haven't seen it already, go and check it out, I'm sure there's clips available on Twitter of the goal, it was so good, excellent play, the ball from Christian Eriksen is fantastic. And then Casemiro's movement bursting through that lines. It's almost what we've come to expect from sort of Bruno Fernandes in the past. And it was a perfect, perfectly executed goal for Manchester United. It was just what Eric Ten Hag was looking for, like he mentioned in his press conference. And I do think he got it pretty much tactically perfect today. Also, he did mention how David De Gea has now won the Golden Glove after Liverpool conceded today. And that basically means it looks like a fantastic season. I mean, we've criticised here at the Manchester News, we've criticised David De Gea a little bit this season. Quite a lot, really. I have, personally, in my player ratings and in my post-match reviews on our YouTube channel and on these podcasts. I, I don't think he's perfect for the system that Eric Ten Hag wants to play. However, today he was very good and that's sort of what you get with David De Gea. Sometimes he's really good and sometimes he just makes a shocking mistake and it really ruins what was a perfectly okay performance. But Eric Dunhag in his press conference basically mentioned that he thought a clean sheet's not a goalkeeper. It's not just a goalkeeper. It's a defence working together to keep a clean sheet. And David De Gea should really thank his defenders that are in front of him. And, I mean, recently, since Lissandro Martinez got injured, definitely... Victor Lindelof has actually been fantastic. I thought he was probably Man United's best defender again today. And I just... He stepped into this defence and I think he's probably the more likely to stay out of him and Harry Maguire now next season. He was brilliant today. And it's probably deserved. He's kept his place and he is brilliant at what he does. He's come in... He's looked comfortable in defence. He's looked solid in defence. And it doesn't seem to matter which side of defence he plays on. Today he started on the left side of the partnership with Varane on the right. When Shaw was in defence, was in centre-half, he was playing on the right-hand side of a partnership with Shaw at left centre-half. And he just seems comfortable coming into the side. And in the international break, he did a press conference where he was sort of a bit upset about his game time when he was on international duty with Sweden and it was understandable really in the first half of the season he didn't really play that much football and it's understand that's understandable as well Lissandro Martinez has been arguably Manchester United's player of the season Rafael Varane's a multiple time Champions League winner you can't really argue with that however the defence today and 
I mean, as a defensive unit, Manchester United have been pretty solid. Apart from a couple of anomaly results here and there this season. You know, there are some really difficult and disappointing results to stomach as a Manchester United fan. Eric Ten Hag's big improvement has been defence this season. And, you know, maybe David De Gea winning the Golden Glove is thanks to Eric Ten Hag's defence and defensive structure and defensive improvement this season. So, Manchester United fans, without further ado, here is Tyrone Marshall's review of the game, where he was at the Bournemouth game, at the Vitality Stadium, and he saw Manchester United squeeze out that 1-0 win. Good evening from the Vitality Stadium, where Manchester United have beaten Bournemouth 1-0 in the Premier League this afternoon. United on the brink of a return to the Champions League. It did look until the very final seconds, really, that they would have actually guaranteed it today, but Liverpool rescued a point at Villa so United need one more point from home games against Chelsea and Fulham to get there it looks a formality now uh, essentially they need a result on a Thursday night this week to make sure they don't have to play on Thursday nights next week uh, they got the job done here not a, a vintage United performance at a real end of season feel for those of you watching this on video you can still see the, the Vice Stadium pitch behind me and a few a few Bournemouth fans and, and family have been having a kick around on the pitch for quite a while now players did their lap of honour uh, Gary, Gary O'Neill's been in the press conference saying what a successful season they've had going to Everton next week with no pressure on it. Bournemouth was safe before this and they did have that kind of end of season vibe of a team on the beach really. Um, they're, they're achieved, their goal is achieved this year. O'Neill made five changes. It took them most of the first half to get going and there wasn't, there wasn't a huge amount in the game for them really. It was comfortable for United. Uh, Bournemouth's best spell in the first half probably came in the first, the first four or five minutes. United started to build up a little bit ahead of steam after that, got the goal through Casemiro, a lovely chip over the top from, from Ericsson. Marcus Anesi stretched out, just got a foot to it, and, and Ericsson had to, uh, Casemiro had to spin and volley it in from close range. A real acrobatic goal and a, and a vibrant celebration in front of a, a buzzing away end in the stand right opposite me. For those who are watching the video now, a really good atmosphere in that away end today. Uh, quite a few songs about uh, going to Wembley in the cup final. Obviously, that's taken on extra significance with the City progressing to the Champions League final in midweek. United now know they, they need to win that cup final to deny City a treble, possibly the, the most likely route to City not winning that treble. So the away end was showing how much they, uh, they value that cup final now and how much they really want United to, to, a, to beat City to win, uh, win the FA Cup, but also deny them a chance of repeating 1999. Um, that, that was the, the winning goal, the only goal in the game. United were fairly comfortable after that. There was a couple of moments for, for Bournemouth, a, a bright start to the second half. Anthony giving the ball away, a bit loose in possession, which happened a lot throughout the squad, to be fair, today. Um, De Gea making a good save from, from David Brooks, who was making his first start since, since recovering from leukaemia. So a real, a real feel-good story for, for Bournemouth with, with Brooks starting. And then De Gea with another good save late on from, from Kiefer Moore, saving with his feet. The, the clean sheet guaranteed De Gea the Golden Glove Award in the Premier League this year for the most clean sheets. Uh, a decent performance. There was one moment second half where, where Ten Hag rebuked him for going along with the goal kick when he wanted him to go short. But De Gea faultless today in, in terms of his actual goalkeeping, no mistakes. Um, Alisson conceding for Liverpool actually guaranteed him there. The, uh, the Golden Glove Award, but another clean sheet to, to add to the record for him this season. And United defended pretty well throughout, to be fair. Um, a, a solid performance in, in, in terms of the, the defensive defensive efforts. Uh, I thought Victor Lindelof was Victor Lindelof was really good again, um, really impressive. Defended solidly. Uh, he's clearly leapfrogged Harry Maguire in the pecking order now. Um, hard to see how Maguire gets a game unless United secure Champions League football on Thursday and he gets a run out 
against Fulham on the final day, but in a way that only cements his status as fourth or even fifth choice centre-back. Um, the one area you might be looking at a change for in the next week or so is, is in attack, and I thought the front three were, were not great today. Uh, Martial was the first to come off after 57 minutes. I actually thought he was the best attacker for United. Uh, linked the play really well. Um, didn't have many chances really, but he was he was better, I thought, than Sancho and Anthony. I thought both the wingers were fairly disappointing again. Uh, Vegos came on for Martial. And to be fair, United were, were better with Vegos on the pitch. He did force Neto into a decent save. Um, and he just brought more energy to that to that forward line. So I, I'm not sure we'll see him starting again, but it shows that in the last three games, he might still have something to offer. Obviously, Rashford missed his game through being ill. I'm sure he'll come back into the side on on Thursday night if he's better and maybe come back as a, as a number nine. Um, Sancho, next next to go off, Garnacho came on for him and Garnacho did one piece of skill just in front of the dugouts where he, he completely bamboozled Jefferson Lerma and, and left him trailing in his wake. And that was his... His real moments of impact, really. Um, I thought Sancho was, was ineffectual again. Looks really low on confidence and low on form at the moment. Not contributing an awful lot. And I think Garnacho over the next couple of weeks, is really going to be pushing for, for a start. Whether that's in the cup final, we'll see. But certainly against Fulham on the last day of the season, you could see Garnacho starting ahead of Sancho. Uh, Anthony lasted until the final few minutes. I, I didn't think he was great either, really. Like I say, gave the ball away a few times. Um, he had a couple of dangerous attacks in the second half. Every time he looked to do the same thing, he made it obvious he was going to cut inside and it was simple for, for Bournemouth to get players back and, and get a block in. But result was all that mattered. Uh, United on the brink now. Like I say, one more point needed to guarantee a return to the top four. It would have been done today, but for Firmino's equaliser at Anfield. But Liverpool dropping points pretty much guarantees it now for United. You would be astonished if they lost at home to Chelsea and Fulham. Uh, really good scenes in front of the away end opposite me at full time. Um, the United were in their lime green kit today. They started the season in that lime green kit away at Brentford in mid-August when they lost 4-0. Uh, this was a better performance without being brilliant, but the fact they got over the line and won it 1-0 shows how much they've improved as a football team this season and in terms of grinding out and getting results. Now they need just one more result to make sure of that Champions League return next season. So Manchester United fans, you'll have to let us know on our Twitter what you thought of the game. Do you agree with Tyrone's points? Let us know on our YouTube video if you fancy. Um, but Tyrone pretty much summed it up there. It's a good result for Manchester United. It's pretty much everything that was needed. And the result's not like, like the scoreline's not that important, really, now that you consider Manchester United have pretty much, they're on the brink, like Tyrone said. They're on the brink of Champions League qualification, which was the aim coming into the start of the season. The trophies are just an extra benefit and bonus of Eric Ten Hag being a good manager. So now Manchester United have pretty much wrapped up qualification. It's time to hope that Manchester United can be fully fit for the FA Cup final, which is going to be man going to be the best chance of Man City not winning a treble, which really would put a dark cloud over such a positive season for Manchester United. Would be City winning the treble, equaling Man United's greatest ever achievement, and it would be a shame for City to do it I don't know if they will you know they've still got a win they won the league just now uh, with Arsenal losing so they've already won the Premier League title with three games to play which 
is mental. It just shows how strong they are. But they still have to play Inter in a Champions League final, and it's a one-off final. Anything can happen. We have to have our fingers crossed that Inter Milan can come out and do something, cause problems at the very least for Manchester City. And Man United in the champion in the FA Cup final, and Man United in the FA Cup final, which I mean Manchester United are probably better than Inter are this season. So is this FA Cup final Man United's only the only hope of Man City not winning this treble? Maybe it would be a real shame, like I said, and I do think in a, like I say in a final. Anything can happen. You never know. Anyone can win in a final. But it is against one of the greatest sides Manchester City have ever made, definitely. And probably what the Premier League's seen. And if they win this treble, it probably is the greatest side since Manchester United's treble winning side. Or the Invincibles or that Chelsea team under Jose Mourinho. It's probably in that conversation, which is a massive problem for all you out there, Manchester United fans. So... Thank you to Tyrone for his review, but keep it locked to the Manchester Evening News for all the best Manchester United coverage. We'll have a full-blown Manchester is Red podcast on Monday to review that 1-0 win, look ahead to sort of the transfer window, any latest news on Manchester United. So make sure you check that out when that is available on Monday, and I'll speak to you next time. (laughs) 